We hope you enjoy this message and that it encourages and inspires you. For more information, head to lifepointwithanee.org.au. Good morning, church, and good morning, church online as well. Isn't it great to be here today? Hey, there's no better place I love being than in church on Sunday. You know I say that every time, every single time, and you know what? For every single time I've said it, it isn't any less true, is it? I'm loving that we've got more people here this week. I don't like masks. They're revolting, because especially if you sneeze, because it just smells gross. So true. It's awful. It's like I'm breathing a toffee apple. This is nasty. Isn't it funny the times that we find ourselves in? We find ourselves strained. We find ourselves stretched. We find ourselves probably asking the question, what what am I supposed to look like in this time? Because we know that our role, you know, we're to be an example. You know, we're, we're the Jesus people. We're supposed to be an example. Our role is to be engaged with our community, isn't it? Our role is to disciple other people, bring them up and show them who God is, isn't it? Our role is for them to see us as faithful followers of Jesus. Now, I love my friends. I look on Facebook at the moment and do you know a lot of the time I'm not seeing Jesus. I'm seeing an argumentative, bullying crew that are up each other. And I'm thinking, hang on guys, what what, what example are we supposed to be? Do you know I looked at the life of Jesus and realized he's the worst role model ever? He's terrible. We say, stand up for your rights. Jesus said, I lay mine down. Think about that. You need to fight. Jesus was crucified for the broken. And I mean, anybody who knows me knows I love an argument. I am just one of those people. When the temperature of the blood starts to go up the vein in the forehead, I'm thinking, oh, I'm a happy man. But I get to remind myself, whose am I? Who do I follow? What am I actually trying to achieve? You listen to Psalm 146, God just smashed me with this this week. I will praise the Lord as long as I live. I will sing praises to my God while I have my being. Put not your trust in princes, in a son of man in whom there is no salvation. When breath departs, he returns to the earth. On that very day, his plans perish. Blessed is he whose help is the God of Jacob, whose help is in the Lord his God. He is the maker of heaven and earth, the sea and everything in them. He remains faithful forever. He upholds the cause of the oppressed. He gives food to the hungry. He sets the prisoners free. The Lord gives sight to the blind. The Lord lifts up those who are bowed down. The Lord loves the righteous. The Lord watches over the foreigner, sustains the fatherless and the widow. 
but He frustrates the ways of the wicked. The Lord reigns forever, your God, O Zion, for all generations. Praise the Lord. How beautiful a description is that of who God is. That, that He's coming from this incredibly huge heart of love. It is huge. And He's speaking into our circumstances because you know, you know what the last thing I wanna be is? The last thing I wanna be is a hero of the faith. Do you know why? How much pressure is that? When people are looking at you to be this hero, to be the one who's, who's got it all together. Because you know what? Pastors, we've got it. We've got it nailed, don't we, Lloyd? <laughs> Every morning we wake up before we go to bed and spend six days in prayer. We're crying out before God. We've read the whole Bible before breakfast. And then we come in and we walk tall knowing, look at me. Do you know what's actually in our hearts? Don't look at me, look at Jesus. I don't wanna be your hero. I wanna be faithful to my King. My heart's cry is the same as Paul, follow me as I follow Christ. He didn't say be me. He didn't say deify me, he said follow as you see me following Christ, as you see faithfulness. Because Psalm 146, this is what it's talking about. It says, do not put your trust in princes in a son of man in whom there is no salvation. How much was that? It was none, wasn't it? No salvation at all. When his breath departs, he returns to the earth. On that very day, his plans perish. See, it's easy to get stuck because you know what? We, we like to keep score. Who's ever heard of something called a KPI? Key performance indicator. It's where you have to meet a certain set of goals or I'm sorry, don't let the door hit you on the way out. Do you know in life, we look at it and, and there's stuff we need to do for our job. We got KPIs, we got goal setting. What are the KPIs built into your life? What are the things that drive you? What, what KPI do you have maybe? Which goal do you have? Maybe, maybe one of your goals is money. If I can just have enough money, then I'll be okay. If I can just have some influence, you know, living for the likes. When you put something up on Facebook and you're watching, you're listening for that beautiful sound, ding, 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 or dead silence and you think everyone hates me. Nobody has liked my breakfast. <laughs> breakfast is for eating. It's not for sharing with your friend unless they're sitting there. You live for the likes. In some way you think their affirmation will make me okay. Okay. 
If you've seen my Facebook page, the likes are not going to carry me anywhere. I think my last had about 12. Thank you, all of my friends, including my mum and my dad. But we base on stuff like that. How, how are we going to know when we achieve? Because it's fleeting. It changes like all of the lockdown and COVID stuff. You want to see the office staff trying to keep up with it. What can you do? What can't you do? What should you do? Then there's the other one. One of my goals is a great sex life. You! Why would we model ourselves off that? Is it a great marriage? Is it a culture clash? I'm gonna thump me a lefty today. And don't tell me some of you don't feel like doing it because I see some of the rubbish that comes online and I think, oh, I would love to engage that. But we set that as a goal. What do we do? We might win an argument. Do you think we might lose a person though? Do you think as the people of God, we can bash people into the kingdom? We can be mean? See, we've got some choices to make. Because we can stick our head in the sand and say none of this is happening. We can overreact and freak out and take a swing at everybody. Or actually start to engage and have a conversation and say, what's holding me back? Because I don't mind goal setting. Don't get me wrong, I think goals are great. If you've got your goal of money, if you've got your goal of family, if you've got your goals of relationship, what if Jesus is there and your goal is here? Your goal is there. What if we're designed to lay back in the arms of someone bigger? What if Jesus calls to you and you say, I'm sorry, but I'm pointing here. I'm sorry, but I'm pointing over here. What happens when they don't work? Because it's a very real thing in our current climate to lose all your money, to lose your security. And to think that if that doesn't work, God doesn't love me anymore. If I don't have someone, he rejects me. And you know what? It's the exact opposite. He calls to you. He calls to you in the middle of this because you don't earn or disqualify yourself from the love of God. He loves you the way you are right here, right now. He's calling to you, come and lay back in my arms. God is able to correct your path. You know why He corrects it? Because He loves you. And I'm not talking by correcting your path by doing this. 
taking my money goal and putting it right in front of Jesus. Because you know what? That's not supposed to be in front. What if I take my relationship goals and I put them there too? And I'm looking at Jesus through my goals, through my requirements, through what I anticipate is right. See, God corrects us because He loves us. He brings things into focus to say, there's a better way. He has your best in mind. Do you know that God never needed a consultant? A lot of times in life, you get in a consultant to tell you how to do things better. God doesn't need them. He's got it nailed. Doesn't Proverbs 3, 5 and 6, trust the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding in all your ways. Acknowledge Him and He will make straight your path. How beautiful is that? How amazing is that? And you know something else about God? He doesn't do a runner even when you do. I gotta say, sometimes in my life, I have been a coward. I've run away from things, but you listen to Deuteronomy 31.6. Be strong and courageous. Don't be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you and He will never leave you nor forsake you. See, God is the ultimate realigner. You lean into who He is and things begin to realign themselves. There's a word that we can hear in Scripture and it's a, a childlike term, not childish, but childlike, that uh, Abba Father. When you come and, and it describes Abba God, Daddy God. And we, we like that way because it's an intimate term. But there's also something else in that term. When I was growing up, like I'm terrified of dressing like my dad next Sunday. My dad's a pom and the dude wore a three-piece suit to church. I don't, I don't wanna. I really don't want it. It's going to be hot. And I sweat really well. It's been nasty. But, you know, I remember coming to my dad and there was something about my dad loves me, but there was a respect and obedience for my dad. And sometimes we see one type for Abba, not understanding that this is a fatherly term as well. So not only do you come to him with love, but you also come to Him in obedience to say, Father, I'll follow you. See, only a child can use it and only an obedient one can use it. I can shoot at these goals, but what if those goals are taking my attention off who God is? What if they are taking my attention off who I should be looking at? What if my outward behaviour is coming because I'm targeting the wrong thing and looking for the wrong thing. See, any detour we make towards God is called missing the mark. Does anyone know what they call missing the mark in the Scriptures? Sin. The very definition of sin is to miss the mark. 
So if I'm shooting for these goals, I've just missed the mark. See, James 1.17 says, Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting sands. I wonder, church, if we took these goals, put them aside, and pressed in to Him. Do you think that would make a difference? And what would the difference be? Because do you remember the, the Scripture, John 14, 6? I am the way, the truth, the life. Not our way, our truth, our life. So when we press into Him, He says, I will show you the way, the truth and the life. Proverbs talked about making the straight path. What if instead of putting these goals in the way of who God is, we engage with Him and then see what goals come out of that? Because you can have all the money in the world, but what are you gonna do with it? You could put all your energy into something. What are you going to do with it? Do you know, I remember praying one day and I had this great idea. So I took it to prayer. Who does that? Nobody else, just me. That's awesome. I had this great idea and I was sure God was gonna bless this. Woo, it was a good idea. I went straight into prayer. You know what God said? How about getting your idea from prayer, not for prayer? Oh, I said, don't come at me with that. That makes way too much sense. If He is the way, the truth, the life, then surely being grounded in Him releases something in me. It releases me to see what is money for? What does an amazing relationship look like? What does it mean to engage in a broken society that's racked by fear with the peace and power of God? Who, hey? I wanna do that. I wanna see what it looks like when the power and beauty of Jesus is revealed in His people. Because you know what? I think the goals will be bigger than ours, don't you? I think they'll be scored not only more often, but I think there'll be a beauty in them. There'll be a heart in them. Because we're talking about the way, the truth, the life. Not a way, a truth, a life. You know, this morning, if you've never given your heart to Jesus, let this be your invitation. Just to say, lay down every goal every burden, every fear. Because this is who Jesus is. To lean back into the arms of someone bigger than my problems, bigger than my past, bigger than my failures, who will always be with me. Do you know if you've never come to faith this morning, I just want you to join me in a quick prayer. Now, this prayer is kind of cool because it's like a springboard. 
you know what? You haven't made it, but this is the start. This is the start of pushing in and seeing where the goals go from there. Let's pray. Father, I come before You and I ask for Your forgiveness when I've missed that mark. I know that You gave Your life for me so I could be restored in relationship with God, so that I could have an intimate relationship with You and lean into who You are. So this morning I choose to lay down every other goal except You, to live in You, through You and for You. In Jesus' awesome Name. If you prayed that prayer for the first time this morning, I'd just like to ask you to shoot up your hand. And this is just because we wanna get some resources to you for the journey. So just give you a couple of minutes. And church, I gotta tell you when preparing this message this morning, this week, I'm looking at it and you know when your stomach churns? You know when as a person you've got this wrong? And God's speaking to me all the time saying, Neil, come on, the way, the truth, the life. Put your goals after me, not before me. Come back to that place of intimacy, that place of closeness, because I'm the only one who stays firm when everything else is shifting. Father, I wanna thank you for your people this morning. I wanna thank you for who they are and how much you love them. Lord, I pray for each of them today that you would take them on a fresh journey. Lord, that they would know what it means to lean back into the arms of someone bigger. That they would know what it means to be loved by you. Oh Lord, that you would guide us. We know that you love us. Father, I pray, let dreams and goals be birthed out of the place of intimacy. Let blessing flow, let hope flow, let peace flow. We pray this in Jesus' awesome name. Amen.